Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Apologies. We're a little late today. We have a skeleton crew. Jake and Greg both went with Joe on a trip. So we have a skeleton crew. Um, So apologies for that. But we are live. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy, happy Friday. We are going to take calls. Probably not going to take calls in the evening hours. We're going to take calls this morning. But because we're a skeleton crew, because everyone always likes to go on trips with Joe, um, we're going to try and wait a couple minutes to take the call so that producer Josh, who's doing another show, can get into the studio and help fill in, fill in producer Zach. <laughs> so 888-441-1121 is our number, but try not to overload, overload Mr. Fill and fill in producer Zach so that uh, he doesn't get completely overwhelmed. But lots to talk about. General theme, as always, everything Biden touches turns to crap. We've been talking about the economy, inflation, supply chain woes. And it turns out that Pete Buttigieg, I, I love saying it like that. That's the way Donald Trump used to say it. Pete Buttigieg hasn't even been there. The Secretary of Transportation has been on paternity leave since August. Now, listen, paternity leave is a real thing, right? It's not just mothers who take paternity leave fathers can take paternity leave too it's actually written into u.s law that you can't i didn't take a paternity leave i mean i think i like just stayed home for like a couple days just because i was exhausted but uh i did take a pet paternity leave years ago when i got my first puppy um but i just like work from home i didn't just take the week off i just worked from home to make sure my puppy didn't crap everywhere and, and eat all the couch cushions Apparently, Pete Buttigieg doesn't want to do the work from home bit. He was adamant about <laughs> taking a paternity leave since August. This supply chain crisis didn't just happen overnight. It has been a slow roll. It has been that snowball rolling down the hill, getting bigger and bigger each step it takes, each each foot. And Pete Buttigieg has been MIA. No, I don't. I don't knock him for wanting to spend time. Apparently him and his husband have two newborn children, two young children. He wants to be there for their first few months. I I don't have any problem with that, right? I think everyone should be able to be there with their kids, but not when you're the secretary of transportation. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't be in the cabinet. You can't be in the line of succession and simultaneously just take months off. You can't do it. This is what Tucker had to say. I, I didn't like Tucker's take on it. I think that people are giving Tucker grief a little bit for the right reasons, but I want to play this. Let's play cut number one. But still, the White House does not seem concerned. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went. 
But now he's back in office as the transportation secretary, and he's deeply amused, he says, to see that dozens of container ships can't get into the... So that's not fair. The whole, uh, how did he figure out how to breastfeed? That's not fair. Because fathers, listen, I wish I could have been at home more with my kids. I wish I would have had more time. I think everyone wishes they could spend more time with their kids. You can't knock him for wanting it. But at the same time, you can't be in the line of succession and just be taking months off at a time. And this is a running theme. This is a running theme because remember when Afghanistan collapsed, what was it? The Secretary of State? Was it Blinken? Was it Blinken or? Oh yeah, it was Blinken. Blinken was on vacation, I believe, in the Hamptons when Afghanistan fell. He knew it was going to fall. He knew it was getting bad. This didn't happen overnight. They had, they had briefings for weeks, for months that this was happening. He went on vacation. So with the Biden administration, we have a problem of the president literally having Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever you want to call it, cognitive decline, being incapable of actually doing the job. And his deputies, his secretaries, <laughs> Kamala Harris, don't want to do the job either. And they're MIA whenever a crisis boils over. Uh, and if we want to look and see just like just what has been going on with Pete Buttigieg with his paternity leave, we do have an image of his paternity leave. Let's go ahead and play, put up image number two. Very important stuff. No, I mean, I'm, it's a joke. That's from before his paternity leave. But he's doing very important stuff. He's swinging on swings with his husband. It's not like people are having a hard time putting food on the table. It's not like gas prices are through the roof. We need to take that down. It's not like home heating prices, heating oil prices are through the roof. It's not like any of that is happening. No, this is the perfect time for the Secretary of Transportation just to take two months off. I mean, <laughs> what, the, what the hell is going on here? Like, let's look at us, for example. Joe's out, right? He took Greg and Jake with him. So just our outfit, it is harder for us to do our job. We have to call them because they're all responsible for different parts of getting this show on the air every day. So just our little, our show, having people out just for one day can throw a wrench in it and make us go a little bit late. This is the Secretary of Transportation. Secretary of Transportation just taking months off. As the whole supply chain, as the whole economy just crumbles. Oh, no, no, he, he's got to be home with this kid. If he has to be home with this kid, then that's a decision he has every right to make, but he should resign. He should resign. Or if he knew he wanted to adopt, because it's not like they just decided this is a long process, right? If they knew this, they shouldn't have taken the job. It just, it doesn't work that way. And AZ Vicky Smith says, to be fair, the crises are ongoing. You can't expect them to work 24-7. That is true, too. There is a crisis every single day. At some point, they have to shut their eyes and go to sleep. That's true. But it does seem like every single time there's a big crisis, these guys are on vacation. These guys are on paternity leave. These guys are just unable to be reached. Go ahead, go to my screen. This, this uh, podcast is sponsored by the Conservative Daily Store. Pick up your Conservative Daily logo t-shirts available in red, blue, white, gray, black. Pick it up on the Conservative Daily store, store.conservative-daily.com. 
check one up. We also got a bunch of sweatshirts. It's getting chilly out there. Was talking with producer Josh this morning. He had to scrape the ice off his car. I don't know what that's like here in Texas, but I imagine it is tough. <laughs> I've, I've had that before, but uh, it's getting cold. So go to store.conserve-daily.com and pick up your sweatshirt today. And we do have some news from our printers. They have been updating their software and their computer systems and everything. It should be finished. We should have all of those backlog shirts up soon. That's, that's, that's the word, soon. So hopefully, if not at the end of today, hopefully by Monday. And I'm going to start flipping out <laughs> if we don't by then. But it's not just Buttigieg. Boot edge edge. Go ahead, put up image number three. Image number three. This is Ronald Klain. He is the White House Chief of Staff. And you can see that he tweeted this from at WHCOS, White House Chief of Staff. He was retweeting, basically, a tweet from Jason Furman, who said, quote, most of the economic problems we're, we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high-class problems. We wouldn't have them if the unemployment rate was still 10%. We would instead have had a much worse problem. And Ronald Klain, White House Chief of Staff, says this. Yep, everything you're experiencing, that's a high-class problem. We can take that down. Well, that obviously hasn't been landing well. That, that hasn't been going on well, that, that, that quote. You can't have the White House Chief of Staff basically belittling the idea of people not being able to food, afford to put food on their table, not being able to afford to put gas in their tank, not being able to heat their homes this winter. To call that those high-class problems, very tone-deaf. Even if the underlying point is true that if we had unemployment, it, we'd be worse off than having to pay more at the grocery store, fine. But it's not like it's an either-or. Right. These these are Joe Biden's problems. He owns this. He can't say he inherited a supply chain crisis, a supply chain crisis from Donald Trump. He can't claim that he inherited the worst economy ever from Donald Trump because it was rebounding at record rates. No, this is Joe Biden. This is Joe Biden. It's not the virus doing this. Is it? It is Joe Biden. You're not hearing spontaneous chants of F COVID-19 at all these stadiums and event centers. No, you're hearing Let's go, Brandon. F. Joe Biden. This is his crisis. He owns this. I want you to listen to Jen Psaki, that circle back girl. I want you to listen to her defend the chief of staff's decision to retweet someone calling this a high class problem. Let's play cut number four. Thank you, Jen. Uh, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain retweeted a, a message yesterday, not once but twice, uh, that inflation and supply chain issues are high-class issues. But some of the sharpest price increases over the last month included products that every American buys, beef products, chicken, eggs, regular unleaded gasoline, uh, laundry equipment, furniture, clothing, the, the list goes on. Why would Ron Klain tweet that? And would you agree that that's a little bit tone deaf? Do you think two tweets means more? I'm just curious. Um, so just for context, what, the, what Ron Klain retweeted was a tweet from the former chairman of economic advisors, Jason Furman, where he said, for a full context, which I think is important, most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation supply chains, are high-class problems. What he went on to say is, we wouldn't have had them if unemployment rate was still 10%. We would instead have had a much worse problem. So I think the point here is, 
well, there are some critics who are saying what some of these critics are saying uh, is I don't we don't know if they're saying that what they thought was great was when the unemployment rate was double what it is today or when people were locked in their homes and therefore gas prices were lower. We're at this point because the unemployment rate has come down and been cut in half because because people are buying more goods because people are traveling and because demand is up and because the economy is turning back on. So Jason Furman, of course, is more than capable of speaking or tweeting for himself, obviously, and providing any additional context. But uh, what the point is here is that, uh, is that we are at this point because we've made progress in the economy. And what would be worse, in our view, is if the unemployment rate was at 10%, people were out of work, hundreds of thousands of people were still dying of COVID, uh, and people weren't able to lose their homes. So that's the full context. And that's a much more eloquent way of putting it than the, the high-class um, She's an ass. So, for all of the fault for, that we placed on Joe Biden, I actually went online and I tried to buy a toaster at my local Walmart and my local Target. And surprise, there are no toasters in stock to pick up same day. So, <laughs> they're saying like, oh, was, is everyone just going out and buying their toaster? Like, according to Jen Psaki, Everyone has a job and they're so happy. So everyone all at the same time bought a toaster. Everyone at the same time all bought Halloween decorations. Everyone at the same time all bought appliances. It's, it's, it's BS. No, th this is not good. They're trying to make this out to be good. Like, oh yeah, the fact that your child's shoes actually cost like between 15 and 20% more right now. That's good news. No, it's not. The fact that your home heating oil is going to be increased upwards of 54%. You cost to heat your home this winter. Oh, that's good news. It'd be much worse if you were unemployed. No, they're holding a gun to our head and saying, hey, <laughs> eat the shit sandwich. Well, that would be much worse if I blew your brains out. Aren't you glad you're eating that shit sandwich? That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Oh, it's good. And notice how she completely glosses over, glosses over the high class part of it. That's the whole problem that people have. These, these economists, economists in their ivory tower, looking down on the little people, looking down on the people who actually work for a living, right? Oh yeah, they, they're complaining that they can't afford to put food on their table. Don't they realize it'd be so much worse if we kept them locked in their homes? That's what Jen Psaki just said. It wasn't Republicans who were locking people in their homes. It wasn't Republicans who were locking people in their homes. It was Democrats. So when she says, oh, well, it'd be much worse if we didn't let you go outside, wouldn't it? If we didn't let you go outside, you'd be much more unhappy than having to pay a dollar more a gallon for gas. So you really should, you should be thanking us because we let you go outside. We let you have a job. I mean, that's the other thing. They say unemployment's going down. You know why? They prohibited people from working. They prohibited businesses from opening. Oh, well, yeah, sure. You can't, you can't afford your child's school supplies, but in, in fairness, in fairness, at least we're letting you have a job. At least we're letting your company open the doors. Isn't that kind of a win? You can't afford anything. Your Christmas presents won't get here on time. It's going to be an empty space under the tree. But hey, 
at least we let you go outside. At least we let you go to work. You're welcome, America. We saved you 16 cents on your hot dogs for 4th of July. Remember that? You're welcome. This is getting stupid. It's getting stupid. And we know what's causing this. It all goes back to Joe Biden. Joe Biden went in front of cameras and he was asked about companies complaining that they couldn't actually find workers. Joe Biden laughed and said, yeah, we're going to keep giving them unemployment because that's going to give them leverage to demand that the companies pay them more. Well, what happens? What happens when McDonald's needs to raise their wages, their pay? When McDonald's raises their pay, the food gets more expensive. That's how you have Happy Meals now, almost $5 for a six-piece nugget Happy Meal. I know because my son wants them. Almost five bucks. The McDouble used to be a dollar menu item, not even that long ago. I, I looked at it yesterday. It was almost $2.50. Oh, it's, it, but be be thankful. We can't. We're letting you go to work. Be thankful. And I'll tell you, Mr. Russo, I just sent you a video clip. If you get that up and running, we played this yesterday, and we'll play it again later. Of the Pfizer employee running for her life when she heard someone shout out, "I'm a reporter from Project Veritas. I have to ask you some questions." She ran from her life, and it made me think, who? Is there anyone who has ever run away from reporters' questions faster? These are the things I think about at night. I, I'm like, wow, she booked it. Has there ever been anyone who's run away from a reporter faster? And I haven't found one. I did some really deep digging. Spent a couple hours watching people like just trying to escape ambush reporting. And she, I think, was the fastest. But if we're in terms of just distance covered, right, if we're going to look at it as a marathon, not a sprint, there's one person who absolutely has her beat. And that is Joe Biden himself. So while I cannot show you someone who ran away from a reporter faster than her, I can show you a quick little bit of all the times Joe Biden has ever run away from reporters questions. It's not even all the times. I stopped at, I think, 10 because it was just getting to be too much. So yeah, while other people, other people have not run away from a reporter faster than that Pfizer employee, Joe Biden does have her beat when it comes to sheer mileage. Let's go ahead and play cut five. said many times, God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you very much. Oh, and he's gone. Mr. Producer, these cuts are going to be pretty fast. So let's see if we can just go one-to-one, back-to-back-to-back. That's Joe Biden run away. Let's see, cut six. Thank you all so very much. Next, next one. Just do keep doing back to back to back. Thank you so much. Today, 
and receive more evidence of the progress we're making. And I know we can make a lot more in the days ahead. I want to thank you, and God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you very much. Get this done. Thank you. Mr. Thank you again, and God bless you, and may God protect our diplomats and all those in harm's way. Thank you. We guarantee every American will be out before the troops leave. Sanctions? Can you guarantee? Did sanctions come up at all in the G7 meetings? Thank you all very much, and God bless you all. May God protect our troops. Thank you. Mr. President, Mr. President, what kind of impact does it have when celebrities like Nicki Minaj share dubious claims? Thank you. Thank you. Mr. President, did you tell President Xi when you spoke to him last week? Are boosters still rolling out next week? I know my decision will be criticized, but I would rather take all that criticism than pass this decision on to another president of the United States, yet another one, a fifth one, because it's the right one, it's the right decision for our people, the right one for our brave service members who risk their lives serving our nation. That's the right one for America. Thank you. May God protect our troops, our diplomats, and all brave Americans serving in harm's way. Thank you for listening. I look forward to having your questions at another time, but I'm off to another event. Thank you, Principal. Thank you for having us here. Appreciate it very, very much. Thank you, Senator. That was the former vice. <laughs> I, I forgot how many I had sent you, Mr. Producer Zach. It just keeps going. And I'll tell you, the reason I had to stop, the reason I had to stop is I, I couldn't guarantee that I wasn't like doubling up and using the same one over and over and over again. But there's hundreds more. Every time this man speaks, he runs away from questions. So yeah, while the Pfizer employee definitely has Joe Biden on speed, she definitely would r win the sprint. If we're talking about turtle in the hair scenario, Joe Biden is the king tortoise. He is the tortoise. <laughs> he will win that marathon for sure. Go remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by Air Make Care Network. Air Make Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family. Should a medical emergency strike, you need to be airlifted to a hospital. You don't get to choose when, when an emergency strikes, you don't get to choose how you go to the hospital. You don't get to choose how much it costs. Before Bidenflation, it costs upwards of 60 grand to be airlifted to a hospital. Now it's probably more. I mean, gas prices are up, so it only makes sense. Don't risk your fam family's financial future. Sign up with Air Med Care Network. It costs just $85, gives your whole household coverage for one year. And as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider, you won't pay one cent for that air medical transportation flight. Works out to be less if you're a senior citizen, and it's actually less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And as a bonus, as a bonus, when you sign up using the link in our description, Air Med 
healthcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And then use promo code daily. You're going to get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. It's free money. So again, use the link in our description and sign up to protect your family, your household, should a disaster strike. It's interesting. I mean, Joe Biden running away, running away, running away. Let, let, let's take take calls now. I gave Mr. Producer Zach a little bit of time. Open line Friday, 888-441-1121. If we can put that number in the bottom of the screen so people can call in, 888-441-1121. If you want to chime in, probably not going to take calls in the evening hour. Um, we won't have the staff to do it, but uh, we can take calls now, 888-441-1121. Got lots of other stories in the news that I want to kind of kind of touch on. Let's jump ahead, Mr. Bruce, to put up image 18. Image 18. This is a, if you have children, this is the advice for how to keep them safe on Halloween. Trick or treat in well-lit areas, inspect all candy, and avoid suspicious houses. And for that last part, it shows a house with a Lincoln Project sign in front of the, in front of the house. If anyone doesn't know, the Lincoln Project is the anti-Trump so-called Republican organization that uh, the founder has a penchant for going after young boys. So avoid those houses like the plague. Very dangerous on Halloween night. We can take that down, Mr. Producer. We're also starting to hear from Boeing. We reported that Boeing is going to be forcing the vaccine on their employees because they are a federal contractor and because they have over 100 employees. They're forcing their the vaccine on their employees, and the vaccine and the employees are starting to fight back. So if we go to image 15, go to image 15, this is the form that Boeing is actually using and forcing their employees to fill out. If you can't read it, I'll go ahead and read it. You have to put your name, your manager, job title. Do you have a sincerely held religious belief that prevents you from receiving the COVID-19 vaccine? You say yes or no. Then you have to provide a statement detailing your sincerely held religious beliefs. They're the basis for your objection. Please note that pol- political and personal philosophies are not religious beliefs. That Tell that to the Democrats. Tell that <laughs> to the left. They bow down at the altar of, of Tony Fauci, but that's neither here nor there. Have you had other vaccines as an adult? Please explain how your religious beliefs allowed for the previous vaccines, but not for COVID-19 vaccine. This is how they're trying to get people. They're trying to catch people up because just now people are starting to understand. And frankly, I didn't know this beforehand either of how fetal cells are used in the development of many vaccines. I mean, that's never been at the top of conversation before. So they're trying to add this in to catch people up, say, well, you have a sincerely held religious belief, but that didn't stop you from getting the pertussis vaccine when you had a child just to not give them whooping cough. So obviously you don't really believe that. That's what they're setting up. That's what they're setting up with that question. And then they say, Please attach a letter of support for your religious accommodation request from your religious leader. If you're unable to provide a letter, your request will still be considered, but please explain why you are unable to provide a letter. This is the other way that they're trying to catch them up because they believe that it's going to be hard to get a priest, a rabbi, an imam to write this letter because they are convinced that no established religions will do this. So that's the other thing. They are hoping that you will that you will try to get it your priest will say no, and then you'll write, I want to, but the priest said he wouldn't do it. Then they'll say, oh, well, then you're not real. It's not really your religion. It's not really your religion. 
So that's their form. We go ahead and take that down. That's their form. And here's the next bit. Put up image 16. This is a screenshot that's been making the rounds online of the deadlines that people have to get the vaccines. So if you if you don't want Johnson and Johnson because you don't want to get blood clots, if you don't want Pfizer, well, I mean, they all have they all been linked to blood clots at this point. Moderna, you have to receive your first dose by October 27th. If you don't, it will be impossible to meet the deadline of December 8th. Pfizer, you have to have your first dose by November 3rd. Johnson Johnson, you have to have your single dose by November 24th because according to them, you're not fully vaccinated until two weeks after your dose. So those are the deadlines. So if you don't want Johnson and Johnson and you don't want Pfizer, all for very, very good reasons, like I guess I'll do Moderna, you have to make that decision in the next 12 days. Otherwise, you're done. You're done. So we take that down. This next image is how the employees intend to fight back against it. That looks like it was put on a company refrigerator or something, right? To choose sick out every Friday starting 10, 15. Starting 10, 15. That's today. That's today, folks. So we'll see. We'll see if they actually do walk out. We'll see if they do walk out. Again, our number 888-441-1121. Colin, have you been given the same order? Do you work in a company that where they've told you that you have to get vaccinated and you don't want to? Call in. Tell us what's going on. 888-441-1121, again, is our number. Now, we, we try not to be an explicit show. We try not to curse too much. But I have a video I want to play. found this on TikTok. As I said, I'm on TikTok with the kids. This man goes by Old Man Cruz. And Old Man Cruz is a working man. Old Man Cruz doesn't take shit from nobody. And yesterday, Old Man Cruz was told he had to get the vaccine. Old Man Cruz didn't like that. So Old Man Cruz rallied with the rest of his workers and told him to shove it. So if you do not like casual F-bombs being dropped by blue-collar 60-, 70-year-old workers, earmuffs. Because uh, that's what's about to happen. Mr. Bruce, let's go ahead and put up Cut 20. This is Old Man Cruz talking about what his his employees, his coworkers did to fight back. Play I don't know what the fuck happened today. That yellow belly son of a bitch safety man came in here and told us we all had to get the fucking vaccine or we were all going to be fired. You know what we all did? We all grabbed our shit and started heading to the fucking gate and told them, kiss our fucking ass. You can have this job. You can take it and shove it. And you know what? Before we got to the gate, they came and told us, never mind. You ain't got to get it. That's right. You stand together. They can't take your dignity, your job, your pride. Don't be no yellow belly son of a bitch. Stand up against this hair tyranny. All around the U.S., motherfuckers are standing up against this tyranny. Standing up for their rights and their fucking freedoms. Just like we did. And you can do the same. 
fuck them yellow belly son of a bitches. <laughs> so everyone, everyone put some Fs in the chat for poor Mr. Phil and Phil and producer Zach, who's going to have to go and censor all of that before the audiovision version can get put up. Fs in the chat for Zach. But that is Old Man Cruz. And Old Man Cruz makes a hell of a lot more sense than most of the people I've seen lately. I don't know who he is. I mean, it's funny, but it's also awesome. <laughs> Imagine if everyone fought back like that. Because when you have a skill, when you're a skilled laborer, right? I mean, what's Boeing going to do? If half of Boeing's workforce was to walk off the job, you can't just go down to the temp agency and get a bunch of people who know how to make planes. If you have a skill, if you're an electrician, a plumber, um, a, a skilled laborer, they can't just go down to the temp agency or the unemployment office and find a bunch of out of work, skilled laborers. It just doesn't happen. And they're having a hard enough time, having a hard enough time filling the vacancies they already have. So yeah, you have power. You have power to fight back. The one concern I have with old man Cruz is they should have just kept walking because I'll tell you what the company is going to do now. The company is not going to let them stay. The company says, whoa, well, we can't have them quitting right now. We need a chance to find their replacements. So that, that's what that was all about. So I commend old man Cruz for going up against them yellow bellied sons of bitches. <laughs> but they should have kept walking. Because they're gonna keep, they're gonna keep doing it. They're gonna keep pushing back. They're gonna, they're gonna literally just find the replacements if they can. If they can't, then they'll be forced into a corner. But you have power. There's a reason that more people quit last month than in any other month in like recent memory. Quit, not fired, not laid off. Quit. A record number of people have quit this year because they realize they have leverage. When your company says you have to get vaccinated or else you're fired. And you say, F this, I'm out. First of all, I think you should actually let them fire you. But if you're going to do it, do it. Force their hand. The companies are quick to realize that they don't have, they don't have just a, a backup list of employees. Like if the pilots at Southwest do walk off the job, there's already a pilot shortage. There's not a waiting list of pilots. Stewardesses, same. I mean, I guess you could train up people to be stewardesses and 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 the like, but there's still going to be some pain. They're trying to cause you pain, quite literally. You should do the same and cause them pain back. What's been interesting to see with these, uh, what's been interesting to see with the Boeing situation is the left is coming down on the Boeing workers. I mean, there, there was another case, um, John Deere, for example, John Deere, John Deere's employees are striking, not over the vaccine, but they're striking over other reasons. And leftists are going after them. They're going after them and say, oh, well, they're going to hire more people, right? All these different companies that we have unions, they're striking. For example, in Chicago, <laughs> freaking Chicago, the Chicago police union is now telling police officers, don't get the vaccine. Why? Because 50% aren't vaccinated and 50% don't want to be vaccinated. What is Chicago going to do? 
fire half of their police force? Of course not. I mean, the city's burning down around them as the, already. Can you imagine if they actually fired half of their police force? It would be absolute bedlam. You'd under, you start understanding why they used the bridges in Chicago to film the end of the Dark Knight. Because you'd have riots like that. You have power. You are not just one worker. I, I put this on, on Telegram the other day. Alone, yeah, you are, you're just one worker. You're just one little twig, one little stick. When you stand up alone, you're a little stick, and anyone can just take it and snap it in half. But do you know what happens when you all stand together? Do you know what happens when you work together and fight together? Do you know what you become? You become a mighty faggot. You do. When you all stand together and fight, you become a faggot. Now you're saying, whoa, 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 what's that? What's that? You can't say that word. That's a bad word. No, no, I am going back to my Anglican roots. And faggot is a word, an old unit of measurement for a bundle of sticks, a bundle of twigs. So yeah, don't let them come at you as one person. Stand together, hold the line, and form a strong, strong faggot. Anytime, anytime I get a chance to use that, I love it. Because it's not, it's not a slur. You, you go back and you can see it. It is a legitimate unit of measuring. <laughs> a legitimate unit of measuring. Twigs. Burke said, you ruined the thought by thinking you're funny, Max. Oh, that's fun. Appreciate the commentary. <laughs> you have to laugh at some point. Because if you don't have a sense of humor at all, if you let it, if you let all this kill your sense of humor, it, it's going to just destroy you. But yeah, work, fight back. Work together. Don't let them pick you off one by one. That's what they're hoping for. They're hoping, they're implementing these mandates before they've even become official. There are companies who are waiting. There are companies who are waiting on the labor department. The only reason companies would be forced to vaccinate is because they have over 100 employees. They're waiting on the labor department. Labor department hasn't even submitted formally the final version. So we're still weeks, if not months, away from it going to, into effect. But the companies are starting to demand the vaccination now anyway. They're not up against a hard break. They're not up, up against, like, the wall. There's no time crunch for them. But they're demanding it now, hoping that they can get most of the people to give in to cave to surrender they're hoping they can get people to surrender so that when it comes time to actually implement the mandate they don't have as big of a fight look at the police union if the chicago police union 50 percent unvaccinated if half of them get vaccinated bam only 25 percent are walking out they just they just cut their problem in half they just cut their problem in half one commenter, commenter is saying that the British word for a bundle of sticks is two G's. Oh, it's one G, not uh, two G. It, it, it's both. It's both. There's like 18 different ways to spell it. That's what happens when you trace the lineage of a word back to like 1300s Middle English. And that's what happens when you have French thrown in. I mean, I guess we can go back to the Roman times and we can call it fa <laughs> Fagatus, which is the Latin. We could go there. 
888-441-1121 is our number. And we got to stamp and fight. We have to. And Boeing will cave faster than you. You'll make your head spin if all of their actual skilled workers walk off the job. I mean, we're seeing in the military, they said hundreds of thousands of soldiers are not vaccinated. If hundreds of thousands of soldiers walk off, first of all, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. You know why? <laughs> we're all dead. China invades. So we don't want that. But that's the point. You put the government in a position where they cannot just accept hundreds of thousands of soldiers walking off or saying, yeah, go ahead, court-martial me. Throw me in the brig. There aren't enough brigs. Hundreds of thousands of soldiers across all the different branches. Now you got to fight back. You got to fight back and you got to make them realize that you are essential. This is something that we've been hearing from the left for a year and a half, that there are essential employees and there are non-essential employees. We heard it from Jen Psaki. Be thankful, she says, that we're letting you out of your house. Be thankful we're letting you go to your jobs. They're trying to make everyone think that they're not an essential worker. And when you believe you're not essential, well, that starts to hurt your spirit. That, that hurts your ability to collectively bargain, right? I mean, that, these are leftist concepts. I mean, we live in a weird world where Republicans are now supporting unionization and union walkouts, and the Democrats are the scabs. The Democrats are the ones encouraging people to cross the picket line and steal their jobs. This is a, a strange, crazy world we're living in. Very strange world we're living in. Yes, Colorado mom, a fag is a cigarette. Also in the UK, a faggot is a, uh, a ground beef patty or a sausage patty. It can also be um, a candied, um, a candied like orange peel or lemon peel. There's lots of different words for a faggot. It can also be a mischievous child. It can be a naughty woman. I'll pull up the whole definition. Um, but before we get to that, we do have Gammy Sparkles online. Hasn't she's been hasn't called in a while, so I want to make sure I take her so she doesn't get mad at me. Gammy, welcome to the show. Oh, Max. <laughs> Good morning, baby. Hey. Hey, so you know, so how does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel to be part of the mighty faggot? <laughs> baby, I'm just going to say, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Come and get you some of that faggot. Uh-huh. Hey, listen. I love you. <laughs> listen to me. I heard something interesting. That's not why I called, but I'm going to tell you this first. It might have been on like Chris Plant's show or some, you know, mm -hmm. one of the news shows. And that is that the masses that are walking around asleep, so to speak, you know, they're not, we, we act like, we feel like they're clueless. They're not getting it. And um, he said, until they are made uncomfortable personally until the impact of everything goes to them personally in their lives 
they're probably going to be distant, whereas we keep trying to gather groups like FEC, UADF, all the other mm-hmm. groups, you know, all the patriot groups are trying to gather and awaken the public like, guys, this is real and this is happening. And even all the caucus training and, you know, political training, everybody's getting together in groups because they don't realize that the small group of people that are politically involved in any community control everything. If we have 165,000 people in El Paso County and approximately 3,000 people will make the decision on who runs and who gets elected, and it'll even come down to less to about 600 that puts people on the ballot. So all you got to do is show up at any one of those meetings and you have power permanent until you yeah. get, you know, moved. It's wild well, because we well, did you see that? But then did we you don't see that news. Did you see the news that Facebook has a secret? Facebook has a secret list of people and organizations that they believe are hate organizations or dangerous and they deliberately censor them. That broke a couple of days ago. The reason I mention that is well, Dr. UADF Steven said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. UADF is on the list. Did it's you know that? Sick. I'm not surprised. I've been censored a lot out there. You know, Dr. Shiva said it's the government that is giving them the edict to do it. That's what's yeah. freaky. It's not just Facebook and Twitter anymore. It is our own government behind it. And that ought to just, you know, peel the hair off your behind. I'm telling you, that's a scorcher, baby doll. But did you hear my big news? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, oh my what's God, your big oh news? God, did you hear my big news? No, what's your big news? What? What's your big news? I've been in, I've been invited to be on mon- next Monday night's Patriot Street Fighter Scott McKay show. Really? That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's very oh exciting. Oh, my God. I about peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's not going to know what hit him. I might need to give him a call and just, like, get him to prepare. <laughs> Let me tell you, I sent him, a producer called me last night, nice gentleman, and I sent him a vetting email about me, of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said, look, I'm going to tell you everything, even my, you know, Sparkles the Clown website, because I said, if, if you're embarrassed, if I hurt you, just don't have me on, because I'm kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 15 listen, years listen. of digital warrior makes you strange. Yeah. But, but Max, I have bruises on my body. They're like badges I, of honor because I'm uh, getting them from my self-defense classes. I'm oh, so, there you go. Yay! Yeah. Well, I'll tell you some, some advice. Don't bring up the machete. Don't bring up the testicle biting. And I think that you and Scott McKay will be fast friends. <laughs> But he already knows about all that. Oh, he already knows about it. Okay, then. <laughs> it's all good. I can't hide. I can't hide anymore, Max. I think, you know, yeah. it's kind of creepy. But listen, where we go one, we go all. You know, sacrifice, yeah. do or die. We are on the line. And we won't be able to choose sides. We're going to have to pick one. Yeah. Or, or we're going to be thrown on one. One or the other, baby. I'm telling yeah. you. 
I'm bringing my if uh, next time. Oh, I've got to invite. I think I'm invited. I talked to this young man that is in the um, Colorado Springs Young Republicans, yeah. and uh-huh. and he's going to have me speak to them. And I'm bringing my whole bug out bag, baby. There you go. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna learn those young kids something. Yeah. Well, well, Gammy, we got we got callers lined up, so I gotta let you go. But that's All very right, exciting. You're gonna be on the Scott McKay show. You. What day is that gonna be? What day is the Scott McKay show? This coming Monday night. This coming Monday. Okay, so everyone, make sure you tune in for that. That should be exciting. Thank you for calling in, Gammy. You and and they can great... look it up. It's at six o'clock our time. Bye bye. All right, bye. Have a great weekend, Gammy. Going to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored, also sponsored by Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a premium Patriot brand. Can't say that about a lot of different brands nowadays, but they're a Patriot-owned business with an extensive line of historically-themed individual cigars and cigar collections, including the Commander Series, the Founder Series, and the President Series. All packaging is proudly made in the USA by American workers. A truly unique gift for both cigar and history lovers. And here's the deal. When you go to LibertyCigars.com and you use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, you're going to get a free cigar on all orders over $76. It's not just any cigar. They're going to give you a free Benedict Arnold cigar so you can give that cigar to the leftist in your life, leftist family members, traitorous liberal friends as a joke, or just give it to anyone because it's going to be a fine smoke. So again, go to LibertyCigars.com. And use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, to get a free cigar added onto all orders over $76. So we got another call. We got Tiana on the line. Tiana, welcome to the show. Hey, Max. Hey, how's it going? All right. Pretty good. So first off, I want to say that um that uh, podcast that you did where you kind of nutted the hell up on Joe Biden and everything he's done, I loved it. Oh my God, did I love it? I don't even know what happened. That, I, 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 I I blacked out. I blacked out. So. <laughs> you were sitting there. You were coming. I was like, "Ooh, Max, you told me I can't cut because yeah. it's a family show, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it." <laughs> but I wanted to talk about the mask and vaccine mandates that they have in place at my place of employment. Okay. Now, when I had first started working there. They were hounding me. I had started there back in May. They were hounding me because I told them, I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. Like, I'm not doing that. They're like, well, you have to or you have to bring in a doctor's note. I was like, uh, no, I don't. I'm not wearing a mask. It's as simple as that. What they failed to realize is the paperwork that they released, they have a sign outside the door that says masks required. However, in the paperwork that they give to the employees, if someone walks in without a mask, we cannot tell them to put a mask on. We can't kick them out the store. It's the same thing if they bring in an animal. We can't ask them if it's a service animal. As long as they're yeah. on a leash, we can't say anything. And I had pointed that out. I was like, how come our customers that come in, you know, we have to, we can't ask them why they're not wearing a mask, but your employees, you know, you do. And hold on. Sorry, someone was. Trying That's to call fine. Them. Yeah, so mo- most but companies they, have that they, policy because they don't want their employees to accidentally ask a question that's illegal, right? Because they don't want the employees to say, to ask mm-hmm. the, cu- the customer to prove their disability. That's where you get into real illegal territory. So a lot of those rules yep. are like, hey, just don't even talk to them. We don't even want you to possibly accidentally 
break the law. Go ahead, keep going. But I had pointed this out, and I was like, how come, you know, you can ask them what their medical history is, but you, like, you have to ask us. I was like, make that make sense, because if you're violating their rights, you're violating my rights as well. I was like, I don't have to bring a medical record to come in here and work. And I told him, I was like, I work my ass off, so you can either let me do what I'm doing, or you can fire me and find someone else to do the same job that I do better. Or two people to do your job. Yeah. I got promoted in less than two months. I went from a cashier to an assistant manager in two months because of my work ethic, because I worked my ass off. Yeah. You're, you're not going to – I say this with full confidence. You're not going to find another employee that works as fast as I do. And they no, know that. They switched me over to another store, and it was, the, it was the same BS but worse. They're like, well, if you get sick, you're going to have to wear a mask. I'm like, no, if I get sick, I'm not going to come in. They have a, a screening sheet, and half of that screening sheet co-aligns with pregnancy, which I'm currently pregnant right now. So if mm-hmm. any one of those things is wrong, I can't go into work. Now, I did end up catching COVID, so I stayed home for the two weeks. When I had messaged my boss, he was like, well, you know, I'm going to need a complete uh, – I'm going to need to see the workup so I can send it up the chain. That way you can get unemployment. I was like, first of all, I'm not taking unemployment. If there's something I feel in my gut, taking unemployment is going to F me in the long run. I'm not doing that. I was like, I'm calling to let you know that I'm not going to be in for two weeks at least when my COVID test is clear. I'll be coming back in. Then I'm getting a call from the district manager, the complete, like the, the store manager, the district manager, the guy that's above the district manager. All three of them were calling me. He goes, well, you don't have to send it in, but it's so we can get you on unemployment. I was like, I understand that. But me, myself, my dad raised me a certain way. Free money isn't free, and I'm not about to take unemployment because I'm sick. Well, you've been paying into it. So unemployment, unemployment, you've been paying into it. They've been taking a little bit of money out of your paycheck just in case it happens to you. So don't, don't go, don't avoid unemployment because you don't want welfare. You've paid for that. You've paid into it the entire time that you've been working. So that's your money. It's, it's, it's like social security, right? They've been taking that money from you forever. You're never going to get as much money as they take from you back. But you should still take it back, right? When you when you qualify. So I w- I would recommend you take unemployment if they're offering it to you, because that's your money. You've given that into unemployment, paying unemployment insurance. You don't want to just lose that money. Yeah, I understand that's that. Another way I of just, looking at it. I don't. Yeah, for me, my so I don't. I don't trust it. I've seen way too many scams going on, especially up in Michigan with yeah. unemployment fraud. Well, that's true. You that's know. very true. Um, yeah. at this point, it's kind of like, if I don't have, it's not like I need this job, you know, we're, yeah. we're set off pretty good, but if it were, if it were up to me, you know, the workers compensation that goes for, if you've been injured at work and they told us yeah. that if we get injured at work, we don't get any workers compensation. It's completely our fault. It's on us. We yeah, don't get time off work if we throw our back. We don't get time off work if we, you know, twist an ankle or mess anything up in our body. And I was like, you got this is a weird this is a weird standard, you know. Yeah, you can yeah that's not real. You you, you can you can still and, you yeah you they they can't legally do that. But also, workers' comp isn't going to give you enough money, which is why things like Aflac exist, so that if you actually work a a, a yeah. job where you're going to get injured, you can have that insurance. 
but you know, I, I would I would highly recommend that you take unemployment. People saying that employers pay into unemployment, sure, but that still gets passed on to employees, right? I mean, that that's like like your the healthcare that gets offered. It's it's a form they they calculate that in terms of how much they're paying their employees. So you don't pay it literally, but you're still paying it as as you're working there. They're not giving you that money; they're paying it to the government. Um, so yeah, I, I would highly recommend. Tiana, that you that you take the unemployment because it has been paid in on your behalf for a long time, and uh, I mean you might also not need it. There's so many places hiring that I think you'll find there's a lot of opportunities to even move sideways or even move up into better paying jobs. But yeah, no, fight yeah, back. Yeah, and that's what I'll I'm give, I'll give you the last word. While I'm out, um, I just want to say I love what you guys do. Keep doing oh, it. I you. like them. Ex uh, maybe I'm one of the few, but I like them explicit episodes. I like it when you get fired up <laughs> and you're not scared to say anything. Uh, that. Uh, well, well, maybe we'll do them. I mean, Joe does them a lot. I only get. Oh, yeah. I mean, what what um, really what really set me off was seeing the numbers and and hearing from people saying that they that their grocery bill just went up by twenty five percent. And then watching Joe Biden walk out there and say, well, I know you're all worried about getting your toasters. That just set me off. Oh, and yeah, I don't I'm remember a, everything I said. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bargain seller. So, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, not having the most amount of money. So my parents taught me how to shop. So I can feed at least 10 people off of $200 before all of this. Yeah. Now I'm spending about four or $500. Yeah. There's, there's a big no, problem it, it's, here. It's too much. And yeah, no, I, I, I bargain shop too. I mean, I, I use all the apps I use. Ibotta. I use all that. I think I'm up to like $3,000 back on Ibotta alone, just in like two years, three years. So, I mean, like it adds up, it really adds up, but yeah, you, you got to do it, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to do those extreme couponing. I mean, I, I don't think Man. I have the time to do it, but I think it'd be so funny just to buy like a thousand of one product and, they, and then they have to pay you. I think that'd be hilarious. Yep. But I don't, I don't, I don't have enough time to figure out how to do it. <laughs> well, Tiana, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I want to thank you so much for calling. In. I wish you the best of luck with your fight with your employer. And I hope that if you do get let go, I hope that you are able to quickly find a new, better job. Oh, I do too. One that actually, you know, respects my rights. Not yeah. Them. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tiana. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too. Going to remind you on the way out, this podcast is also sponsored by MyPillow. Our friends at MyPillow, I've been saying this all week. If you want to get your friends or family a Christmas present and you don't want to worry about it getting stuck on a cargo ship or stuck in a shipping container in the Port of Los Angeles, buy a present from MyPillow. It's not just pillows. They have everything. Head over there. You'll be surprised at how many different products they have. And when you find that perfect gift, use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21, and you're going to get up to 66% off. Different percentages off for different items, but it's up to 66% off. It's the most powerful coupon code that they offer. And yes, full disclosure, when you use pr promo code CD21, we do get a small commission that helps us keep the lights on, pay the bills, and, and grow. So head over to MyPillow and use promo code CD21. Get your Christmas sh shopping done sooner no it, there's there's lots of there's lots going on it, it's i feel like even when we do these episodes that i've only just scratched the surface because we're we're already almost out of our hour we're almost done with our hour which is crazy because there's so much going wrong in this country
that we can't even really get to the bottom of it. I guess I'll, I'll leave it with a little bit of good news. How about that? The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has allowed Texas's abortion law to go back into effect. Very good news. And I want to show you how NBC is covering it. And they read off a part of the brief that Texas filed. And I want you to just see the stones on whatever lawyer wrote this brief for, for Texas's attorney general. Let's play this on the way out. Cut 19. The fate of the nation's strictest abortion ban is now in the hands of a federal appeals court. Texas just responding this afternoon to the Justice Department's request to put that law on hold while courts figure out whether it's legal or not. NBC's Pete Williams is joining us now. And Pete, among other things, the state says abortion is not a constitutional right, but rather a, quote, court-invented right. Right. Texas takes the position in this filing. It's an interesting view. They say the states are bound by the text of the Constitution, but they don't have to follow Supreme Court rulings about constitutional rights. Let me quote from the brief here that says the Supreme Court's interpretation of the Constitution are not the Constitution itself. They are, after all, called opinions. The federal and state political branches, they say, have every prerogative to adopt their own interpretations of the Constitution and to pass laws that deprive the courts of the opportunities to consider enforcement challenges to those statutes. They say abortion isn't a constitutional right. It's a court-invented right that may not even have a majority of support on the current Supreme Court. And they say states don't violate the Constitution by undermining a, quote, right, end quote, that is nowhere to be found in that document and exists only as a concoction of judges who want to impose their ideology on the nation. So basically the state is saying that it passed SB 8 in response to a Supreme Court ruling that has no textual support in the Constitution, that is the most controversial decision from the Supreme Court in the past 50 years, and which the Texas says the current court is considering overruling. That's, of course, a, re a re reference to the Mississippi. So I wanted to let you see that. That is Texas's opinion. That's a, that's a bold move to, fi to file a brief in a case you know is probably going to go to the Supreme Court, saying that we have the right to overturn Roe versus Wade because the current Supreme Court doesn't believe that Roe versus Wade was decided correctly. It's a bold move. They got some stones for all the for all the the criticism that I lay down on Greg Abbott. The lawyers working for the attorney general's office and the uh, solicitor general's office, not nearly as cowardly. So before we go, uh, there's been a little bit of controversy this episode because I I mentioned that when you're alone, you're a little twig, you can get broken. But when we all stand together, we form a mighty faggot. Faggot being the old Middle English word for a bundle of sticks. That is not the only reason to use that word. It, it's not just a slur. It also can mean, as I said, candied lemon or orange peels, a ball of chopped meat, a ball of sausage meat, um, a stack of split and salted cod, a bundle of steel or iron scrap metal rods, a bunch of flowers, a troublesome woman, a mischievous child, a younger student who is helping out an older student, or a place where casks of liquor can be kept, or a secret handshake deal. All different, and of course a cigarette in the UK. <laughs> but that's the shorter word, fag. So, Eng the English language is crazy. I mean, all of those, it means all of those things. Pretty incredible. So that's your little bit of a etymology.
for the day. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. Very important. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Audible is new, so if you have Amazon devices around the house, you want to listen while you do chores, you can do that. We go live 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern time, so make sure you tune in for that. And if you forget, join our text alert system by texting the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get a, a text message before we go to air with the links for that day's show. Also, go to join.conservative-daily.com to join our email newsletter and to receive our email alerts. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. People are... People are in the comment section saying all the things that they're going to do with that new word. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together.